Hi, my name is Rhonda Minga, and I would like to welcome you today to Freedom Ministries in Crossed, Arkansas. I invite you to connect with us online at freedomministriescrossed.com. Now let's take the time to pray before we tune in to today's message. Lord, I lift you up, and I just pray that you draw us by your Spirit. I pray that you show us your Word. You give us great and mighty revelations of who you are and how you want to move in and through us. Lord, be with these people as they tune in now. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. We just going to see what God's going to do, but I feel to get this word established, get this word in us. Amen. Somebody say, this is new. Ha, ha, ha. This is new. Woo. We welcome everybody here. Welcome you into God's presence. See, I, I can preach after two songs, maybe. That's pretty good now. That I give y'all that credit because, whoo, I usually can't do that. Jesus, help me, Lord. I might have spoke too soon, but it'll be on me, not on them. <laughs> Hallelujah. Well, you know, I just got back from the Navajo Nation with the Indians, and God changed my life as we were changing others' lives. And for about two months in Conway, I was feeling a release for the, from the Friday nights, and so I was asking God, what does that mean? What does that mean? Because I've been going two years. I've bonded with the people, and, and so I just had it open before the Lord and didn't even expect on this trip that I would get the answer. But I was sitting there one day, and uh, a prophet that Apostle Bill has been knowing for years, probably about 20 years, he's been with the Navajo Indians 18 years, and he's fixing to move to Savannah and help Apostle Bill start an apostolic training center, which will be, will be part of some of that. And so I trusted what he said. And he was speaking over the lady of the house that we stayed with. We stayed in a house there with, with the lady that her father built the church on the reservation. And this lady had had a stroke five years ago, and she was the pastor of the church. And she couldn't move her, her left arm at all. Her left side was numb. Even her mouth sometimes, it was numb. You could tell the difference. And that day, he was prophesying to her. I mean, they get up early before dawn, and they're, like, wanting to talk. And I'm like, give me a minute. You know, I'm a night owl. But, but anyway, so he starts speaking to Yvonne. That's her name. And then he turns quickly. And he looks at me and he says, listen, revisit the vision. Find the loopholes. Fill them up. And I, I heard what he said. I'm like, okay, revisit the vision. Okay, I'll go back over the vision that Pastor Pinson had and revisit that. Well, I went on with the week and, um, and this lady from Australia uh, Lynn there's a black cloak in my office. Would you get it for me? It's a black cloak. This lady's, it was a lady and her mother came to the United States to pray over our land from Australia. They got on a plane, they paid their own way and said God spoke to them. Well, they winded up. The first stop was where we were. They were going down the road and they saw a church sign. And they said, I've got to find this church. Now, the church is off the road. You're going in big holes, and you're, you're you know, it's, it's rough roads. And these ladies came. Whew, 
these ladies came. I'm going to lay it right here for now. And they said, we had to find this church. So they drove off the road and came up to the church and saw cars there and stopped. Well, half our team stayed in the church, half of us in this house. So they went in the church and, and uh, short, uh, make a long story short, they came to the tent revival that night. And as she was getting up speaking, one of the ladies, she said, I heard a lot what she said, but this one went in my spirit. She said, redig the wells. Somebody say, redig the wells. <laughs> it hit my spirit, and I'm like, okay, God. That kind of goes with that first word, revisit the vision, redig the wells. What are you saying? And something rose up in my belly, and it was a choice. It was a choice. I said, God, if I got 50 more years to plow and to plant, I want freedom. If I got 50 more years, I want to plant in the land that we started. I want to see the harvest. I want to see this city one, this region one. I said, God, everything that I've done for these two years, everything that freedom's done for these two years, every sacrifice that we've made sowing into another man's land, I give it up to you right now. I just took it and I said, here, God. You see every bit of it. You see every time I didn't want to come, and I did anyway. You see it cost me, um, I don't even know how much a month to stay there, God. But I did it because you said. And they said, well, you got a salary. That's why you can do this. I said, I gave up a salary to be here. See, people don't understand. They, they look at what you drive. They look at how you dress, and they think the church pays for everything. <laughs> they don't know that some people... So back into the land. So we were at home group Wednesday night, and Natalie looked at me, and she said, so y'all, you chose us? I said, yes, ma'am, I chose y'all, and we're going to come forth, and we're going to see revival in this land. So I want to I say that pastor is still pastor, and I'm just coming in to add to. I realize y'all been doing it. I realize y'all been carrying this, but I just want to add to me and my husband, He's working today. This is, see, Monica's out of town. Charlotte's out of town. Some of our men are working. This Sunday is hard on freedom. It's once a month that a lot of our men are working. So we need to bring some more folks in, amen, to shore up. So I just want to say thank you for letting me go. But, God, I've already talked to Apostle Darla, and I said we'll still come sometimes. We'll We'll be with y'all in covenant, you know, we'll do stuff together. And she's coming here September the 1st to preach because we need the five-fold operate and we need the prophet. And that's what I'm saying. We, we need to raise up prophets in the house because these last days it's the five-fold ministry. It's not one man. It's not just one man behind the pulpit anymore. It's teams of the five-fold. He said in Ephesians, I give you apostles, pastors, evangelists, teachers, prophets to perfect the saints for the work of the ministry. Did you know church is not really where you just have church where everybody gets saved? Church is to train you to go get people saved. Church is to train me to go out into the land and cast out devils, heal the sick, raise the dead. Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. And on another side note, I did get to see some miracles there. I saw a lady when she said, I can't breathe because it was 110 degrees and we're in, under a tent. 
And she come up to the altar and said, I can't breathe very well. And this has been bothering me a long time. And I said, we just preached on an open heaven, and I command your nostrils to open up in the name of Jesus, and I command the breath of God to flow through your nostrils now. And she got the microphone and said, I can breathe, I can breathe, I can breathe. Hallelujah, hallelujah, hallelujah. Some of y'all heard some of these stories because you've been in the prayer, but I'm fixing to put a word in you. Hallelujah. Oh, let's give God praise. Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. We give you praise for it, Lord. We thank you for the new, and we embrace it. Now, we're going to look at this word, Genesis chapter 26, and I'm going to prophetically go through the word. We're going to start with verse uh, 12. Hallelujah. But verse 15 says, For all the wells which his father's servants had dug in the days of Abraham, his father, the Philistines, had stopped them and filled them with earth. So we see that Abraham, just like Pastor Pinson and some of you, have dug wells in this area. You've dug wells, but the Philistines came, the enemy came to fill it up with earth. The earth is hurt. The earth is flesh. The earth is uh, rejection. Whatever filled your earth that your well is unstopped. Whatever made you stop doing what you knew you were called to do. Whether it's to run, jump, shout, sit still until someone else sits still and lifts their hands. Whatever stopped your well, we're praying today that that well be unstopped. In the name of Jesus Christ. That every well in this sanctuary be unstopped today. We decree and declare it, Lord. You said to stir up the gift that's on the inside of us. To stir up the water because in the water is where the miracles are, God. We thank you that none of our wells are going to be stopped when we leave Freedom Ministries today. And we speak to the atmosphere and command every well stopped in this area to be unstopped. Every religious spirit that filled up the wells to be unstopped. To be in the flow of God to start back flowing into our lives. The water, when we drink and we never thirst again, God. Hey, so we see the Philistines stopped them. Has anybody stopped you and filled them with the earth? And Abimelech said to Isaac, Go from us, for you are much mightier than we. Has anyone ever been jealous of you? Has anyone ever been envious of you? And they wanted you to get out of town. Hey, I've been there. But ain't no devil ran me nowhere. No devil ran me out of town. I know them devils think they ran me out of town, but they just expanded us. Hallelujah. They ain't randed me nowhere. Hey, they ain't randed me nowhere. They ain't randed me nowhere. They said, go from us because you're too mighty. We can't attain to what you do. We are envious of you. The Bible says they were envious. And Isaac dug again. Someone said, redig the well. Isaac didn't just dig the well. We hear messages on dig the well. He redug the well. Hey, Isaac dug again the wells of water which they had dug in the days of Abraham his father. For the Philistines had stopped them after the death of Abraham. Some people's waiting on you to die so they can stop up this well of Freedom Ministries. 
Some people's waiting on you to die so they can stop the well from flowing through your family, through the generational blessing that's come upon your life. They think, well, we'll just wait. See, they waited on the white hairs to die. I'm one of them. They waited on the white hairs to die so they could fill the well back up with earth. They didn't try it when Abraham was alive. They didn't try to stop at the well because someone was standing in the gate fighting, saying, you ain't getting in here stopping up no well. I want to know, is there somebody here today that will stand in the gate for your children and grandchildren and won't let the enemy come in and stop the well? And if it's already stopped, that you'll redig it until water's flowing out of it again. Springs of living water, fresh water, hallelujah. That's one way you unstop a well is pray in tongues. If you ever feel dead, Jude says to encourage yourself in the Lord. Pray in the Holy Ghost. Build up your most holy faith. Hey, hey, hey. Doug again. I redug. I said, read Doug. He didn't have to. It was a land of famine. He could have went somewhere else. But he already so said, I sowed in the land of famine and reap a hundredfold. Let me see what else I can reap. I already won the victory in this in my life. Let me see what else I can win the victory over. Whew. Ha, ha, ha. Like David killed the lion and bear. And then he could kill Goliath. <clears throat> so maybe you're facing a Goliath that's stopping up your well this morning. But God's saying it's not too big for him. Hey, for the Philistines had stopped them after the death of his father, of Abraham, and he called their names after the names by which his father had called them. So Isaac redug the wells, and he's like, I'm not going to call Freedom Ministries anything else, but it is. It's a place to save the... He didn't change the name to fit the culture. He didn't say we're going to pray in the back room because we're going to offend somebody if we pray out here. He said, Isaac said, I'm not changing the names of the wells. I'm not changing the names that brought us water before. I'm not forgetting my ancestors of what's happened before. Yes, I'm going into the new, but I'm not going to forget the old. I'm going into the new, but I'm not going to forget my ancestors. They went before me, and their prayers are not dead today. My mama's prayers are not dead for my two brothers. I'm going to pick up that mantle, and I'm going to pray with Julie until we see Donnie and David serving God. Hey, somebody say my ancestors' prayers didn't die with them. I learned that from the Indians. They're calling back from their generation saying, this is what was prayed before, and we're picking up them prayers, and we're adding our prayers, and we're believing God to complete the work. Did you know you can complete what your mother didn't complete? You can complete what your father didn't complete. Hey! Hey! There's nothing lost in the kingdom of God. None of that was lost. None of the price she paid was lost. Someone else has just got to pick up the mantle and say, I'm going to run with it. I'm going to continue. God is a continuation God. He's a God that continues what he started. He said, I'm going to finish. I'm the Alpha. I'm the Omega. I'm the beginning and the end. He said, I'm going to finish. I'm going to perfect that which concerns you. Ha, ha, ha. 
ha, ha, ha. He hadn't won anything. He hadn't won anything. This church will be filled again because we're going to redig the wells. I'm going to redig the wells. And if God did it one time, he can do it again. Ha, ha, ha. Woo. Hey, hey, hey. <laughs> so we're going to dig, but we ain't going to change the name of it. We're going to honor our forefathers. We're going to remember the ancient times. We're going to remember what they did. Every prayer that was ever prayed for this region, I remember and I honor it. I honor when Brother Floyd and Sister Floyd sitting in the church praying for revival, and revival broke loose. See, revival broke loose in here twice, but we're going to see the same thing happen to them. It's not nothing new what happened here. They start striving, saying, we want that water. That water is ours after you done dug it. After you dug the well, they want your water. And the Bible says they were striving, so they went somewhere else. They dug again, and they went over here and dug again. And they didn't give up. And the Bible says they found water. Now let's see. Whew. And Isaac's service dug in the valley and found there a well of springing water. Not just a well, a well of life, a well of springing water. And the herdsmen of Jar did strive with Isaac's herdsmen, saying, The water is ours. And he called the name of his well Isaac because they strove with him. Yeah, it'll make you e-sick. E-S-E-K, e-sick. It'll make you sick when they want to strive because they want your water. But what they don't know is how they're going to keep the Philistines out of that water. Because if they're not willing to do what you did when you dug it, the enemy's coming to fill it back up. So it's not going to keep flowing for them. In verse 21, and they dug another well because they were striving with them. And they strove for that one also, and they called it Sitna. And he removed from there and dug another well. Isaac didn't quit digging. And for that they strove not, and he called the name of it Rehamah. And he said, For now the Lord has made room for us, and we shall be fruitful in this land. And he went up from there to Beersheba, and the Lord appeared to him the same night and said, I am the God of Abraham your father. I'm the God of Crossit's father. I'm a God of the ones that started praying for this city. Fear not, for I am with you and will bless you and multiply your seed for my servant Abraham's sake. If it wasn't for what you did or I did, it's for their sake. It's for what the ones did before you's sake. Hallelujah. It don't even have to be that you're that good. He said, I'm going to do it for their sake. I made a covenant with Pastor Pinson. I'm going to do it for her sake. I'm going to leave a seed so that it's not destroyed completely. You know, there's a place in the Bible where, where there was a stump left. Well, I think I may be a stump, but I'm left, and there's still a seed. There's still a seed in the earth that you can't have this land. You can't have our land. We went on journeys. We've been through some stuff. We sojourned. And I know you probably thinking, is this ever going to happen? But I'm here to tell you that 2020 is the greatest harvest, not that this church has ever seen only, but that the world has ever seen. All the prophets are prophesying that get in position now. That's why God brought me. I chose to come back and be in position because I had a choice and I won't 
to fulfill the call that was started in my life from the beginning. And you'll have a choice too. You have a choice too to be here and you're here. Whoo! And the Lord appeared to them and the God said, I'm going to bless you and multiply you. And he, what did he do? What did Isaac do? See, the first thing is Isaac didn't just dig, dig one time, redig one time. See, we're going to come back in and dig, and you're like, well, look, church ain't full today. Pastor fast one week for cross at this time. Whew, it's not full yet. Well, I could stop there. But I'm going to redig tomorrow and redig the next day and redig the next day and redig the next day. And I'm here today to say you want to redig with me. So he built an altar. That's what he did when he found water. He didn't stop building an altar when he found water. See, a lot of times we do that. Oh, we got a job. We're blessed now. Let, we can go on with our life now. We'll come back if we ever need God. But that happened over and over. They forgot God. He said, don't forget me when you're blessed. What kind of relationship is that? If my husband worked at grocery store when we got married, which he did, and I, we were blessed in it. He worked at a grocery store. I had three children. And he come home one day, and he said, I know that boss makes y'all cry every day because he's belittling, and he is my friend. He always uh, bullied her. And I'd come home crying. And I lived at the river, so I'd drive 20 miles home and then be crying. And one day Tim said, you don't ever have to go back again. He said, if, if, we, if I see we can't make it, you can go back. And he never sent me back again. Because he took care of me. He said, it's my place to take care of you. Now, that was his decision. Y'all do what you want with that. Woo. <laughs> I'm just saying, if they want to work, good. But not to, not to support you. That ain't the word. The Bible says if a man don't work, he don't eat. That's the word. And we had some folks leave here because somebody put a little pressure on the man to go to work. I'm like, you ought to want to work and take care of your family. Amen. It's not like you're giving us an extra thing. It's what you're called to do. <laughs> and we do appreciate it. But, but don't put the pressure on the woman to take care of you. That's a sissy. I'm sorry. That's a sissy. I'm sorry. Hey, that is a sissy. We're talking about redigging the wells. I need to stop right here so I have some folks next Sunday. <laughs> hey, pastor's preaching next Sunday, so I'll get away with it today. <laughs> ah, thank you, Jesus. He built an altar there and called upon the name of the Lord. He built an altar and called upon the name of the Lord. He didn't make someone call on God for him. Some of you well stopped up because you don't call on God no more. Because if you call on him, you're going to have an unstopped well, and you're going to come in, you're going to give us some living water. You're going to come in, and you're going to be springing. You're, still, you're going to have some, hey, why don't you have some pep in your step? Well, have you been crying out to God? Have you built an altar lately? Ha, ha, ha. Ha, 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 Jesus. He built it, and he called on God and pinched a tent there. He's like, this must be where I need to be. See, see, I can go anywhere from here. Everybody's always talking about wanting to leave here. 
But why don't you embrace where God has you, even if it's a season? Why don't you embrace it and quit putting it down and pray over and prophesy to it? He said, if it's dead bones, then prophesy to it. He said, can these bones live? He asked the man, can they live? Can cross it live? Well, yeah, if somebody will prophesy to it. Can cross it live? Yeah, if we'll go redig the wells, it won't be so hard. Because they'll be plowed up. He said to plow up the fallow ground. Amen. And Isaac said to them, because the enemy came back. The word says in, in verse 26 that some of them came back. The ones that want him to leave. <laughs> See, when freedom finds water again, it, it's got some water. It's some, I, I told Pastor a while ago that the atmosphere is plowed. It's easy to preach here, but I want the people to come back alive. Some of you are alive. Some of you have been through so much, you don't know if you want to trust again. But he says, will you open your wells one more time? Will you... Will you plow till there's some springing water out of you one more time? Amen. And so the enemy comes back and says, we want to help you. Yeah, right. You helped me the last time. <laughs> no, thanks. I, I need some new friends. <laughs> hey, I learned that from Pastor Pence, and I said, how can, because the same people that threw her out of church said, you pray like the devil, called her 10 years later and said, will you come help us pray for this woman because we can't get her free. Of course, they didn't say we can't get her free, but that was the truth. I was there. And they said, she's talking, she's talking a bunch of weird stuff. We can't help her. Will you come preach? And so that's how she became pastor of this church. There was several times of this, and then they left the church, and she became pastor. Well, the enemy, and I said, how do you do that? How do you go back to those same people that hurt you? And she said, well, you don't open your heart back to them. You don't go garage selling with them. You don't go eat lunch with them. You don't, but you associate with them, you, you know, but you don't open your heart. I said, okay, I don't know how to do that. Apparently, I keep opening my heart and, and keep getting hurt, but God helped me to guard my heart a little more. Amen. So he said, Isaac said, verse 27, Wherefore come ye to me, seeing you hate me, and have sent me away from you? And they said, We saw certainly that the Lord was with you, and said, Let there be now an oath between us, even between us and you, and let us make a covenant with you. You won't be my covenant partner now after you done betrayed me. I don't think Jesus made covenant with Judas after <laughs> Because there was no repentance in this verse. There was no, we did you wrong in this verse. They're actually saying, we didn't do you no wrong. If you leave me, you're doing wrong right there. <laughs> that you will do us no hurt. See, they pray and have not, we hadn't touched you, and we have done you nothing but good, and you sent us away in peace. And now you're blessed of the Lord. Because, basically, you're blessed because you didn't fight us back. Well, true, Isaac's blessed, and now you want some of that blessing. Whoo! Isaac sent him away, and they departed from him in peace. And it came to pass, verse 32, in the same day that Isaac's servants came and told him concerning the well which they had dug and said to him, We have found water. 
See, if you keep digging, you're going to find water. You only not find water if you stop digging. He said, and you called it Sheba, therefore the name of the city is Beersheba to this day, which means an oath, the well of the oath, the promise. The promise has come. Amen. So we're going to go back, and I'm almost through Genesis 26, verse 2. We're going to see the promise. So after Isaac redug the well, the oath was granted him. The promise was fulfilled. It's not too late to fulfill the promise that God gave us for CrossFit. We thank God for Mandy, what she's doing. She's doing a great job for our city. We thank God for people that are working for the city. I think the pool opened or something. That's good. Verse 2, chapter 26. And the Lord appeared to him and said, Go not down into Egypt and dwell in the land which I shall tell you of. Sojourn in this land. In other words, he says, Go not down into Egypt. Dwell in this land. Sojourn in it, and I will be with you, and I will bless you, for to you and to your seed I will give all these countries, and I will perform the oath which I swore to your father Abraham. And I will make your seed to multiply as stars of heaven, and will give to your seed all these countries, and your seed shall all the nations of the earth be blessed. See, that's the same word God gave us, Genesis chapter 1 through 3. In you, all the families of the earth will be blessed. So it goes back around to obedience. It goes back to around what do you want in your life? What do you want when you go to heaven? Where do you want to spend eternity? You want to spend it waving palm trees because you barely made it in? I heard people say, ha, I'll do that one day. Yeah, you're 90 and you get saved on the deathbed. What do you have to lay at Jesus' feet? What do you have to lay at his feet? But I want to be one when I go to ride with him. I want to be one that when I go that he's, that he's like, you brought me some sheaves. You, you laid something at my feet because you put down your own life and you gave me your life. As less a grain of wheat fall to the ground and die, it'll bite the loan. But if it'll die, it'll bear much fruit. So I choose. It looks like the low road here, but it's the, it's the high road in heaven. I choose what most people don't want to choose here and not saying it to puff myself up. I'm saying we all have that choice. We have a choice how far we want to go with God. I have a choice today to stop where I am because I have some blessings or to be a blessing upon the earth. To be able to take people with me, especially family. He said your whole household saved where they got to see somebody saved. They got to see a difference in you. They got to see a well unstopped. Because like my brother said one time, I don't see anything I want from Christians. I don't want that to be said about me. I want someone to say, those Christians are blessed. <laughs> those, they have the joy on them. They're healed. They're healthy. They, when they speak, things happen. When they say something is done, hallelujah, give you praise, God. We thank you for this word today, God. We thank you. You said to stir up the gifts on the inside of us, and I want to pray today. I mainly want to pray. I want to pray for everyone that wants it, but I have a burden for the older today, for the elders, because God sees what you've done. He sees what you've planted already. He's saying don't be discouraged because we're going to pick up the mantles. It don't take but one or two. It doesn't take a, 
thousand people to take this city. And I want to pray for you that the gift that's in you be stirred up. And you may be saying, I don't want to do anything else. I done done it. I'm 80 now, and I don't want to do it for your children and your grandchildren. See, the Bible says in Timothy, he says, let your gift be stirred up by the laying on of hands. And I want to take my friends. When I went to the airport, it was cold and flagstaff, and I was getting back on the plane, and I had a short sleeve shirt on. And the prophet's wife says, I have a jacket from the Australian lady. She left it in my car. Let's see if it fits. And I put it on, and the presence of God was all over it. The Spirit of God, like Paul said, even his handkerchiefs was healing the sick. So I chose to bring this today. And I want to just put it on some of y'all. Let's just stir up that, that gift that's on the inside of you. And let's go forth and redig the wells for our city. Thank you again for tuning in with us. If this word ministered to you, please consider sowing a seed to Freedom Ministries at freedomministriescrossit.com. We have made it available to you on the giving page. Thank you again. Go and be blessed in Jesus' name.